So introduction first, I guess. It's introduction <laughs> time. Well, uh, welcome, guys. We're the geeky. Do we have anything we would like to say, like immediately, like yeah. at the start of everything? Uh, we need to have a catchphrase, I think. I think so too. Like, um, so um, I don't know. I'm not sure. We can do this and say, "Well, we come no. in geekness." <laughs> no. This is like, I've never even seen a proper Star Trek series or no, film. I think it is impossible. To be honest, so um, uh, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Instead, let's just say hello, and we'll ease you into our yeah our little thing we have here. Let's say hello, internet, because the internet is watching us right now or listening to us, depending on what platform you're, uh, you know, going for. Mm -hmm. And I guess uh, a good thing uh, to talk about is what you can expect from this podcast. Us, the geeky guys. Exactly. We are the geeky guys because we are kind of geeks. Kind of nerdy. Um, so the thing I think uh, to to do first is uh, sort of introduce ourselves a bit. Let's do it like this. Uh, so my name is Sam, and we're both Dutch, by the way, but we're talking in English because, uh, well, uh, English is sort of the language of the internet. And um, I am a uh, theater student here in the Netherlands, but I'm also very interested in video games, films, uh, comic books, uh, loads of those things and um, I make some music also in my spare time and that's uh, pretty much all there is to know about me how thank about you thank you mr. Sam well my name is Kim then I'm also Dutch surprise 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 at the moment I do study game design uh, in Utrecht uh, here in the Netherlands as well yeah. so that's sort of my background I do like video games I do like films Nice. Especially science fiction. That's why we're here. That's why we're here, indeed. I think that's all we need to know, really. Yeah. And maybe a good thing to say is that we also enjoy uh, nerdy card games and Dungeons and Dragons, right. stuff like that. Definitely. And uh, I think the this uh, podcast thing, or whatever you would like to call it, uh, started from the desire to talk about all those pop culture-esque things, but also talk about arts. And the way these things, I guess, influence yeah, they, each other or... us or each other or, uh, you know, the pop culture scene as a whole thing instead of focusing on just films or just uh, music or, you know, there's a lot of those channels already around. And I guess um, we are trying to do something different and also right. we think something that is needed Maybe yeah. uh, in a way. So that's that. Now, I guess the next thing to talk about is what can you expect from us, from the channel? From us, the geeky from guys. The podcast, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, maybe you can talk, say something about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one thing we'll be having every episode is sort of this geek report or nerd report, as we yeah. like to call it. It's just... Newsflash. Newsflash. News, just anything that's, uh, you know, actual or happened in the recent past or maybe in the near future that's geeky related you know films or games upcoming yeah. comics something cool. exactly stuff like that stuff like that uh talking about trailers uh, yeah. especially today i think yeah we're, we're going we're to talk about a lot of trailers yeah um and um besides that we also have this sort of a meaty chunk of our uh podcast that 
we prepare individually yep. and we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about something which is sort of a surprise content thing. Yeah, it's, um, like, a, it's like, a, like a dinner plate or like a exactly, recipe. Exactly. We cook them and we take them here and we'll take them up for reviewing. It can be almost anything, I yeah. think, mm. uh, as long as it is media, pop culture or art related yeah, in a way, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's that. Um, let's get into it, I let's think. Do get into this. All right, so uh, we just watched a trailer of. Let's talk about it. Hogwarts Legacy. It's a Harry Potter game and not a mobile game. No, no, it's gonna be a real AAA title for a PS5, I think. It's also the Xbox One. Um, not sure if it's coming to the Wii. It's coming for PC as well. Yeah. So it's like a real Harry Potter game. Perfect. All right, the trailer. That's what we've been waiting for in oh, a way, right? Definitely, it's been uh, it's been a while. I've been looking at the internet for all Harry Potter games. Yeah, I think the last one was in twenty thirteen. So that's a long time ago. It's been a while. Almost as long ago as the Cyberpunk trailer. Uh, the first yeah, Cyberpunk trailer. yes. Now yeah. I think of it. Yeah. So this is like an. Uh, this is like a. I don't know it's very welcome. I think. Yeah. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. It's nice. The music is nice. The theme, it's It's, it's quite back. nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. Very epic. Uh, but then also, uh, you know, calling back to the theme Definitely. and stuff like that. They do that very well. Uh, the ending reminded me a bit of the, I think, Avengers endgame-y vibes. Was like... Yeah, there's a bit of that in there. <laughs> I don't know that. if I like that, but it's also very different from what we've seen yeah. in the Harry Potter universe. So it might work. It's a bit bombastic. Uh, yeah, but it looks also a bit uh, bombastic in a, in a sense. It's a game. So the, the headline was uh, write, write the Unwritten or Live the Unwritten. Yeah, Live the Unwritten. That's a good punchline because it's supposed to play in the 80s, 1800s. Yeah. Not sure where it fits in the Harry Potter universe. When did Fantastic Beasts happen? Uh, Fantastic Beasts, the first one takes place in, I think, 1920. Oh, it's around, it's around the World War. I think it's in the Pusabellum yeah. or around the end yeah, of the it's, First World it's War. Yeah, it's after the First World War. Right. And then right before the Second World War. Right. So this is definitely well before that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see any characters we knew, I think. Which is probably good. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, that we've makes seen sense. so much of those characters. Let's yeah. focus on something new, something fresh. Um, uh, shows, yeah. yeah. We've seen in trailer. We've seen some. I think. Well, that's not. That's not called the gameplay, but some scenes inside the school where they would uh, uh, brew potions, did some spells, yeah. like the school life. Um, I read online as well. They said they would have uh, you take classes, level up in skills. So it's a bit that's RPG. Great. Yeah, it's like you build up your character. It's customizable yeah. as well. That's great. But we also saw some. That. Oh, yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, how cool would it be to take some potion brewing and yeah, become yeah. a bit of potion brewing, I guess? Yeah. Or be a beast master. Or, or be a beast master. Anything else, really. Transmutation. Just have the ability Quidditch, to focus on whatever. Specific I mean, things. Uh, herbalism. What else Spend hours in the character creation. Oh, definitely. Right? Oh, I would. Yeah. Though I must say, the characters didn't look uh, that much. Uh, they weren't that interesting. I guess not really, just, no. But what else can you I, do? I wonder, is there a customizable character menu thing, or is that no? Still I didn't. Sort of I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was just sure. Well, whatever. But I mean, you're a student, so what do you want? Yeah. Maybe you just want to create Harry Potter or yourself. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Anyway, we saw also some some scenes from outside of Hogwarts. Um, yeah. We had some 
scenes of flying. I don't know what they were. Hippogriffs, maybe flying over some coastline. That looked yeah. good. I like that. Probably the Black Lake or something like it that. It could be. Yeah. yeah. I read online that uh, Hogsmeade Village is confirmed. Oh, as well great. as the Forbidden Forest. So you would be visiting That's those. Cool. And we saw some dungeonish areas. Yeah. Not sure what those were. Uh, are those? Do you think? Uh, new areas to explore that we haven't seen in the books or films yet. I think so. Yeah, I, I saw one thing that looked like the minist could be the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, sure. That yeah. and would be plausible, but I think those areas are more like story missions or quests. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not say quests, but like just one one-offs or instance where you would go there. We saw some vaults with with a rune above it. Yeah, some guy running over uh, like a bridge, magical bridge. So I think. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing, and I'm not sure if that's true, but those would be like a mission or a story. Sure. Yeah, like a story arc which you would go and visit maybe once, maybe twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't think those are visitable areas. But who knows? It could be. Who knows? It would be nice to see some open world exploration yeah. in a game like this. Definitely. Uh, you know, also visiting some places we haven't seen before, which oh, would be really, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. But hey, um, I mean... It's also, in a way, all of it's new because it's playing at a completely different time. Yep, definitely. And that we haven't seen the Wizarding World yet. yet. And, and I think the good thing is we this is made after Fantastic Beast, or I'm not sure how long it is in development, but yeah. you know, the universe has been expanded upon already, so I don't think they needed... I, I had like a good kickoff, right? A good head start to create... Yeah. Expand into territory we haven't seen, especially in the video games, or yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, use the Fantastic Beast, or maybe the Forbidden Child, the Cursed Forbidden Child. Yeah, use those some of that to I don't know build off from and expand the Wizarding World. Yeah, um, the game is being re uh, yeah, I think it's released under the label. Uh, what was it called? Check it's called Portkey Games, right? Yeah, uh, And then also Warner Brothers, of course, is yeah. involved. Wizarding World and... Yeah, Portkey is the official label of the... Going to be... It's, it's like the game label for Warner for, Brothers for the under Wizarding, Wizarding World. World so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's and so there's by... a different game studio involved? Also, yeah, so it's Avalanche. It's the, that's the oh, sure. studio that's making them. And Avalanche, well, you may not know them, but they are most known for the games uh, Just Cause 4. The they worked one. on... Dark Souls too, right? Not sure if they did. Or could I... be. I might be mistaken. Could be. I didn't. I didn't I see think... it on their website, but could be. Yeah. They also made Rage and Rage Two, which oh, came out yeah. quite recently, or is still coming out. Uh, I'm not too familiar with it, but it's an Me open neither. world game. It looks like Mad Max, crazy gun gunplay. Yeah. And they also made the Mad Max game from 2015. Sure. All right. So, I so would this is definitely a different thing for them, but yeah. also the same in the way that it's open world. If it would based, be open probably. world, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I what I've seen from those games they made, those are quite open world. So, you know, I, I think they got that on their control. Yeah. So they have a pretty good sense of how to tackle that. I would say so. I yeah. hope so. I hope so as well. Well, I'm very interested to learn Me more too. about it. This is all we know so far. So, sure. Let's wait for the future, right? Let's wait for what for what. Ever the future might hold. Whatever the future uh, might hold. On to the next trailer? On to the next. Sure! Alright! Alright! So, let's talk about this oh, yes. trailer. Let's it's the trailer for June, obviously, uh, the film version uh, by Danny Villeneuve oh, yeah. uh, of the uh, very well-known uh, science fiction novel by Frank Herbert. Mm. And... Um, 
Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go into uh, too many specifics here again because I haven't uh, read the original book or mm -hmm. seen one of the earlier movies that was made by, uh, uh, about June. Uh, but what I do want to talk about here is uh, the flavor they are going oh, for, yeah. and, uh, which I am very excited about for myself. Because this truly is something we haven't seen for a long time in the science fiction genre, um, flavor-wise. Uh, they're going for this sort of, uh, you know, a crossover almost between uh, the Renaissance, mm. science fiction, but yes. also some sort of uh, uh, Arthur and the Round Table kind of yeah, uh, yeah. way of uh, approaching like, this. It's like a high fantasy sort of setting, or like a high fantasy Feeling in the in the science fiction setting. Exactly. That's what, exactly. That's what it looked like to me. Exactly. So that's also uh, I've read up on the story uh, mm -hmm. to talk about this a bit. That's also what the story is uh, for a big part about. Um, so in the future, the distant future, um, there's uh, an empire that stretches uh, across multiple planets. Men have uh, you know uh, invaded multiple planets. Of course, and, uh, sort of, of course started they living did. there. Yeah, they did, of course. And then all those different planets have different rulers for themselves. And uh, there's this one family um, that is planning on invading a desert planet, uh, which goes by the nickname of Dune. Mm -hmm. uh, the planet's called Arrakis, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, and. Um, well, they do so because there's a, this really scarce uh, uh, resource that's only that can that you can only find there, mm -hmm. which is a drug. All right. Um, and they talk about it uh, as a sort of a crusade. I think Frank Herbert in his novel called it a jihad. Oh, right. Um, for this drug and also uh, obviously for power. Of course. And, uh, well, I think the thing I'm most excited about is this uh, change of flavor. I think we've seen it a bit in Destiny, where they also approach it in a way of, you know, there's there's knights. Right, yeah. In the a guardians, sense, guardians, the knights. Also, the there's like a crusade against the darkness. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. It's, exactly. It's but good. then this obviously has a totally different skin. Um and, uh, well, I'm really excited to, to see what they're going to do with this and also how it will impact the sci-fi channel. Oh, yeah. Because I think it will uh, definitely yeah. show that, I mean, depending on how it plays out, if it, if it does well or not, uh, really change the way uh, people think the sci-fi genre can look. Right. Because we've seen a lot of sort of the same Black Mirror-esque Right. films over the past few like, years like more, maybe like in the near future where technology is just the bad thing yeah and it's That's mostly about technology it. right right uh, technology is almost always a prominent theme whether it's ex machina or, or black mirror itself yeah or, yeah uh, i don't know like i am mother yeah um, and then this uh deals uh, much less with uh, technology because uh, most uh, computers are forbidden in this story oh really and then almost all of the technology is mechanical or sort oh, of analog right. in a right. way yeah uh and it's a totally different feel but it can still say a lot to us about you know uh nationalism and fear and also like like uh, more power of a, like a like something that's about humans but like on a higher level like on a higher level like and it talks about certain things we experience in our uh, you know our world but indirectly mm. and it, i hope that 
they will sort of tackle uh, problems we encounter, like nationalism. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, also, uh, p- uh, corruption by power. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. Oh man, that's, that's a... pretty much all I wanted to say. I don't know if you have any I just, sort of reaction. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I thought it looked really good, and it was a bit of a typical trailer, like the ones you would see on yeah. you know most films they made these days. But yeah, it's um, it it felt definitely felt different. It was also. It felt a bit darky and gloomy. Like it was, yeah. it was almost scary in a way. Like there was something there that, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a bit surreal also. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I really like about it. Oh, also the the the, the cast ones yeah. we saw. I yeah. think that's cool. Very good cast. That's very in nice. In my opinion, yeah. 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 And just the the yeah, you know, the title screen of Dune. That looked yeah, it looked really gorgeous. Really fucking gorgeous. Also, the music is quite interesting. It's uh, made uh, by uh, obviously very famous composer Hans Zimmer. Oh, right. And uh, what he did here is he made a sort of cinematic cover of a Pink Floyd song. Yeah, the I song uh, Eclipse from the. I think it's from another. Br- no, it's from Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, of I course, think. it would be. Yeah. And um, uh, the interesting thing is that there would have been an earlier version of June, which. Uh, uh, wasn't made in the end, but they got Pink Floyd to do the music for that one. Oh, that's that cool. didn't get made. So Hans Zimmer sort of made this thing uh, full circle. That's way, good. That's which good. Which is really cool. Makes you wonder if there would be some unheard music of Pink Floyd, or is it the one they used for the album? Or I, I don't think they started composing oh, already right. on it. it. Would be interesting to yeah. sort of search for the music that uh, got maybe, made but maybe, wasn't used. Maybe the Hans Zimmer. You know, got a hand on them, had a listen Would or be two, really interesting. some early yeah. demos or something. Wow, cool. cool yeah. Stuff. All right. So uh, that's that. That's the nerd report for this. That's the nerd whatever slash report. Yeah, for whenever the next episode will be coming out. So. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's get on with the next, next part of our oh. podcast. Very nice. Very nice. All right. All right. So, uh, what are we going to talk about, uh, yeah. there, Kim? Uh, so, I prepared some delicious uh, dish here. Okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. So, let Let me introduce first how I came to this uh, dish because you know, yeah, good things never come out of thin air. No, that's uh, <laughs> forget that. Sometimes they do. They They can. I think. All right. All right. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? All right. So, quite recently, I bought a game called Wolfenstein. Two, the New Colossus, or it's maybe called yeah. the New Colossus. It's the second game of the Wolfenstein. I'm not sure if it's gonna be a trilogy or a sec. It's at least the second Wolfenstein game. Yeah, sure. One that released recently it was in 2016, maybe. Came around the time of the new Doom game. It was one of the games that was like you know rebooted again. One of the classics. Maybe you should know the old Wolfenstein games were one of the first first-person shooters. Yeah, I it think it came before Doom even. It might have been really? the first. Not sure. Yeah, so that's, that's an, pretty cool. It had been re, uh, had been rebooted because uh, Doom is also very well known about being oh, definitely. Yeah, sort the, of the first yeah first person shooter, but I, I think guess it was it might not be. It might yeah. be Wolfenstein. So that's yeah. So I think it was before Doom. Uh, you know, it was just one of it was a very old game at least. Uh, yeah. yeah, new reboots. Uh, it was very good. It was a. They sort of took the old elements of the old games and then they refreshed it in a yeah. very refreshing way because the shooters we had That's known very good. up until that point they were very Call of Duty-esque, uh, like a lot of, you know, it's just shooting, duck and cover, two weapons, yeah. very linear or very fast-paced. Yeah. And then also stories almost always sort of uh, 
they're in support of the combat instead Definitely. of the other way around. Yeah, and the thing was the combat wasn't that interesting because you just had a sort of very satisfying gameplay loop of shooting the enemy. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, wasn't very complicated. Okay. We also had Halo that was, you know, in a very saturated market. Yeah. All right, we also had this wave of uh, third-person shooters that were not yeah. that interesting, like the Division. Yeah. So yeah, sure. it yeah. came in a very, in a very, on a very good moment. Um, yeah. And it was this very fast-paced shooter. That was, of course, that was not that interesting. Yeah. But you had newer. You had, you could uh, have, uh, I think, like ten weapons. You didn't have to reload. It was uh, you could do all wheel things. It was very liberating in combat. Yeah. But the good thing about Wolfenstein was that it played in an alternate universe where the Nazis won World War II. <laughs> sure, yeah. Which was, I've heard about it. It's it's really yeah. ridiculous, but it's it's really good because you play, I think, at the losing end of World War II uh, as sure. a, a, a American soldier. Sure. He's very buff. Yeah. He's very stereotypical. He American guy. Like this. Yeah. Like... So you play in this alternate universe and um, it's this ridiculous setting. Yeah. But it delivered on a very emotional uh, story. As sure. you, because the thing is, you you just think you will be killing Nazis, and it's pretty ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And a Nazi killing is there, but there's the Which story. Is nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice, right? It's that's why we play. However, yeah. there's some nice storytelling on top of it, where you sure. you meet this girl. I think you fall in love with her, and not, nah, it doesn't really matter. But it just yeah. it just just becomes this desperate fight for survival. The music is pretty good. Cool. Uh, you join this resistance uh, group in Berlin, yeah, and just kicks off from there. Uh, at the end, of course, you will be fighting robot dogs, uh, big sort of like like this scientist monsters. Yeah, like this is cybernetically. No, they're they're just engineered sort of super soldiers that are oh sure creepy yeah. as as hell, and this big mega robot which is uh, controlled that is evil scientists yeah yeah and those a, those are the things they sort of advertise with right i yeah, remember yeah. seeing trailers of this game that's what they you did saw a lot of that you also uh, saw some some pictures of like uh some science signs that nazis sort of made that were yeah you know stupid as hell but yes yeah, yeah sure yeah the storytelling it's still it, it delivered it just felt it resonated it was emotional in in a way and they did it really well so the second game came around and it just it did the same thing but samey and just yeah you know less i think it was executed not that well it was a bit on the nose with a lot of humor yeah uh, the emotional stuff was just a bit over the top everything was a bit sort of a, a parody of the first game you almost you yeah yeah, yeah. Instead, but i don't think they realized it just layered on top of it and then speared on top of it again and then yeah sure. like hey we had this last game here's the second yeah and also here's the second because we're like the last game check yeah. us out yeah, 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 exactly. Though the Nazi killing is there and the ridiculous stuff is there. Yeah. So a I common mistake, I think, among yeah. Last Game Studios. And sequels. Also, always. sequels. Uh, yeah. It's just what it is. In general. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing they did, I remember this one scene where you would fly up in this sort of flying saucer. Um, don't don't yeah. ask why, but you fly to this base on Venus. Yeah. It's like this flying, floating castle with a big uh, swastika in front of it. Sure. It's like it's like a secret base they have <laughs> yeah. there, and yeah, sure. Yeah. Also, Hitler is there, and I won't spoil anything. Of course, Hitler is there. Of course, he is. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. However, the, the base sort of it was really impressive, and I thought to myself, okay, so how is it that it's always when the Nazis win the World War, it's always, you know, when when there's like a film or or a game. Yeah. There's always this sort of 
science, science, yeah, science fiction esque technology. That's always there. It's always, 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 always the there. Win, right? Right. Also, yeah. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, right? How could it be? You know, can can this genre be, if we can call it that, alternate history? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, is there something that that's different than that? Because you know, there there is some literature that's. You know, well known for the Nazis winning the World War. Yeah. You know, you have the Man in the High Castle, the book from uh, what was it called, Dick? I don't know about Dick. That, yeah, it's it's the same setting. It's it, it plays in a future where the Nazis won World War. Sure. And I think uh, this there's like in in the book, there's a writer who writes about a world where the Nazis didn't win. So that's sort of funny. Yeah. So that's that's the that's thing. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really meta, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite so. So what I was wondering, you know, what would happen if we take these scenarios like from history that are playing playing out differently? Yeah. And take something that's a little bit less used than World War Two, because we've seen World War Two, to be honest. And yeah, yeah. I mean we've also kind of seen the Nazis by now. I mean, you yeah, know, you also have this film Iron Sky. I, or Iron Sky. Yeah, yeah, it? Iron Sky, I think it was I mean, it, a it was terrible funny. film. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just Nazis are like a trope. Yeah. Again, so maybe we can think of something else. Okay, so so let's go the other way around. You know how in almost all of the popular culture, the Americans are sort of the good guys. Yeah, definitely. Let's say they took over the world. Yeah, like action, like proper taking over the world. Yeah, so, so maybe taking over the world. so maybe they took out maybe they the end of the Soviet Union as well, and maybe they fought the 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 Chinese Republic, the People Republic. Yeah, sure. Something like that. Yeah, like no opposing powers at all. Just and then the let's say because you know the war in Vietnam didn't really result in any side winning. Yeah, in what a if, way. So what if what if they took over Vietnam yeah, and then Asia and then maybe the rest of the world? Right. I don't know. What what would happen? Not too sure because <laughs> it's a bit you know we often say like Amer the Allies won World War Two. That's the big like pivot point in history. Yeah, you, you would say that. And I the think. Cold War, the whole of the Cold War was just really pointless. I think yeah. because most wars indeed resulted in not really a side winning, just yeah. just just a, the already established. In the end, I think tension got released in some way, and then you know. Build up but again. there's also a lot of people saying you know the Cold War is in a sense still going on. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's a different discussion. I think so as well. Um, However, yeah, I guess maybe they would sort of give uh, Europe to France or England, maybe, and then yeah, ally maybe. with those guys because they fought together in the World War, and then. So, so maybe let's say America at that time has a president with other ambitions. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's say yeah. that. Yeah. So let's just like put some kind of patriotic government there that's really out to get the world yeah let's yeah, just sure. do that yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get the world yeah so i think the big opposing powers would be the soviet union and sure, maybe the chinese yeah. uh, the soviet China. union obviously communism yeah and that's is the enemy would probably be it as germany would have been defeated if we yeah. said it after it wouldn't World have anything to fight back so and then yeah say, say the war in the wars wars in asia so the korea um, or also Vietnam, uh, and let's say Laos, yeah. that, uh, and Cambodia. Yeah, that would have been played out very differently if, if, if like, exactly. there would be a winning, really winning side. I, exactly. I mean, think America lost that one, maybe. 
because they sort of just pulled out and yeah and left it uh, to be in, in I think shambles so. yeah. I'm not sure actually I should read up on that stuff yeah well I've been I've been in Laos myself uh, we yeah. visited a war museum or it was just a museum uh, it was really focused around this um, so so they bombed America bombed a lot of um, uh, like Vietnam but also Laos yeah during the war with cluster bombs big yeah. canisters which would drop bombs were like the size of this like pineapples they call yeah. them pineapples as well and the problem is a lot of those bombs still lay there they're you know, oh, now sure. buried but they didn't explode a lot of them didn't explode yeah so every year there are still casualties yeah uh, sometimes they're deadly but most of the time people just get injured they lose a leg or an arm it's yeah. it's quite horrendous that's pretty and the museum was dedicated horrific, yeah. to that so yeah uh, sure and and the thing is what if yeah what if what if america didn't do that there or maybe i wonder what if because they they left it in shambles there it's really yeah you know I mean the people still they're suffering still uh from from the conflict and yeah yeah not to get too deep into it but i think there's still some conflict going on there with uh rebels yeah they could be against the the lao government there not too sure but yeah you know it's still at least laos and cambodia it's still it's it's very poor. Uh, it's very, yeah. you know, it's a bit ruinous still. Vietnam got out of it better, I think, now. But it's, yeah, you know, it left its scars, right? Yeah. It's, it's like... Exactly. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. That could have been, so, like, like a, no, I don't know. What if it went differently? Yeah. So, let's say the Americans, they, uh, after dropping the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, in the real-life version... Uh, couple of years later they uh signed a contract to not use their nuclear weapons yeah. right yeah so what if they didn't do that they didn't sign it or didn't drop the bomb they didn't sign it okay so didn't sign they it. didn't sign it uh a nuclear war obviously erupts because uh then what happens is not that um america bombs russia um, because they think more tactical about it, right? I, I, I would think, assume so. They think, think yeah. you know, the the what was it called? Mad, the mutual yeah. assured destruction is still, you know, yeah. there. So yeah, respect definitely. each other. They're in like, that sense. we won't bomb each other, yeah, right? Because we don't want to be so bombed. So what America does, of course, in the Vietnam War, they start bombing Use. Vietnam with nuclear bombs. Right, yeah. And then the communist forces in uh, Asia, they sort of give up. They surrender. Could be, yeah. However that goes, you know. Um, say we say that that's what happens yeah say, say that's, that's what happens and let's say then that the americans have a couple of spies in the russian government oh they must have had already so yeah yeah it's they, probably they must safe have had, to assume they, probably, they did they probably did yeah have a couple of them there that succeeded in you know sort of scrambling up the nuclear codes or you know getting rid of the Russian bombs. Right. So now America is the only country in the world with that has nuclear bombs. Yeah. So everybody, yeah, nobody can really sort of uh, stand up to them because they have the most power. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, you know, they gain more and more control over Asia, and then of course uh, Russia too. And then yeah, say so. When would Russia? When when would the Soviet Union? At what point would they be out of the game? I when think, would they maybe surrender themselves or sort I think of pretty themselves? quickly after uh, you know first Vietnam them. falls yeah to the United States then uh, some other countries uh, neighboring that 
And then also there's obviously uh, China, who... Uh, yeah, it's also uh, like a communist so power at that point. communist uh, power at that point. They sort of resisted the Americans for a while, but then the Americans started threatening, you know, throwing With bombs, bombs again. Already. Maybe and they, they used them. Maybe could, they surrendered. I could imagine it. They, they being forced to do that. Exactly. Because I don't think yeah, China at that point it has a very bloody revolution yeah. in history. So, And then perhaps... What could be interesting is that there are actually some rebels within China that want to join America. Right. Because America Defectors. has has way more money, has all the power. Yeah. They can bring, you know, maybe some of them say they can bring civilization. Yeah, or, yeah, of course. In a they way. Would, yeah. Yeah. They would renounce the communism there. So then also China would crumble from from the inside. Maybe. Yeah. And then factions like that would also arise in Russia. And yeah. then because China is now out of the picture, which was sort of the only big ally of Russia, they can, you know, bit by bit, start to take over Russia. Yeah. I don't think, I'm not sure if it would be a war or just something political. Maybe via, you know, advertising and uh, uh, sort of uh, false media. Right. Uh, they, could, they could influence Europe and sort of uh, paint Russia as the big bad. Oh, they... Russia is going to attack. We have to stop them. Please help us. We helped you in World War Two. Right. Please help us take over Russia. If and then, of course, they do. Yeah. So, so say it's well after World War Two or just a bit, and and America does what it did, like in real history. Yeah. We send money, and maybe the economy would grow in Europe. What if they did that as well? Then you could have a Europe that's regaining their strength. Maybe invest also in nuclear. Uh, you know, warfare. Sure, yeah. Say if they are already allied with America, they could do that and with the help of America. Yeah. Maybe yeah. NATO would be, you know, way stronger and Warsaw Pact would be smaller. And Yeah, exactly. I could also imagine the, the revolutions taking place in, in Eastern Europe and the Balkans Yeah. being successful for a lot of countries because yeah. they'd be a lot weaker or maybe the governments also cave in to, to Western influence. Sure. So it could happen a lot faster. Um so I think it would be interesting to see... Quite interesting. Actually. Yeah, maybe like like, like uh, resistance fighters being either on the communist side or yeah. maybe on the capitalist or like the American side yeah. while the countries are still under uh, communist regimes. Yeah. The one in China is very interesting, I think. Yeah, and then in the end, let's say in the end, the United States, they take over... They take over the world. The biggest part of the world. Yeah. Let's go into extremes. Here. Let's just, they just say they take everything. What does the world look like then? That'd be interesting. I think it's difficult to say because, you know, the world didn't end in conflict like this. No. So we have to imagine, yeah, maybe conflict has ravaged the world. Yeah. More so than World War II. Could have been World War III, Yeah, actually. the world is, is left scarred in a way, especially Asia. Yeah, so that would be ravaged by the bombs, more the multiple bombs. Yeah. So I think that could be mostly... I think I can imagine lots of people fleeing from those countries to other Asian yeah. countries. Um, so maybe there's like a, I wouldn't say a wasteland, but it could be. In a way, in a there way. might be. Maybe you know. that's sort of also uh, the part because, you know, the American society is really about production also, mass production, yeah. uh, consumerism. Then s certain parts of Asia are used as sort of uh, humongous. Oh, uh, like factories, factories, and industrial and also, complexes, uh, also garbage uh, disposal, could be uh, stuff like that. Yeah, so let's say we fast forward into the future. Maybe the war, that whole process we talked about, took fifty years. Maybe yeah, 
and then let's take another 30 or maybe 50 years from that so yeah so we'd be now in uh, i don't know somewhere 2040s maybe two four yeah maybe even a bit later maybe a bit 2050s a 60s yeah Interesting because it could probably look like the 50s and 60s as it looked in our history, yeah, but just in the future and just all around the, the world, yeah. And then technology, of course, would be a lot less developed because uh, there's all this war going on, and you know, war drives technology, but only technology only that can be technology. used for war, yeah. And uh, things like cell phones and TVs and stuff, they don't really matter. Well, maybe, maybe, it would. maybe they do, a maybe bit. telephones could have been, yeah. Uh, it's, that's difficult to say, of course, but it's a bit difficult to say. Yeah, I could say the transportation could be that could be well developed, you know, for the military vehicles. Yeah. maybe uh, uh, you know, airspace aircrafts. I can't imagine there being some kind of you know very expensive aircraft network, yeah. or maybe something more with space space stuff. Would there be a lot of McDonald's also? That definitely has to yeah. be a lot of fast food. Lots of fast food, like know. like maybe. <laughs> Maybe every city is centered around sort of a fast food kingdom. Uh, yeah, that's like the main sort corporate. of a fast food castle. Right, yeah, fast yeah, food yeah. castle. Yeah, which is bloody ridiculous. Which <laughs> is really ridiculous. That could maybe be maybe Ronald McDonald. Well, the president. He is like, and you have the the city, the Statue of Liberty, but it's Ronald McDonald. So it's the exactly. Statue of Ronald delivering freedom to the world with a Big Mac in his hand. fast food. Yeah. 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 Sure. And then fast food is also like Big Macs are obviously really popular. Yeah. And then they are infused with uh, like maybe like soy and green like stuff, stuff to keep yeah. the, the people sort of uh, sedated, sedated and, and happy. Yeah. 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 Happy people. And then also everybody gets addicted, of course. They have to, to be. that. Yeah. Very patriotic. Patriarchal stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. We're not. We're not. Patriarchies. That's, that's a word for you. That's a word for you. That's guys, a good word. word. Patriarchies. Patriarch. Patriarchies. Okay, let's, let's let's just move on. All right. Uh, yeah. But we're describing the world today. Radiance. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So I think it's weird because it doesn't really feel. It feels a bit like just sort of this science fiction, maybe cyberpunk setting, where big yeah. corporates run a mass and they're just. Then maybe People this is just, just a cyberpunk world so when what? America takes over. Right, maybe. In a way. I think that's true. Because it's just cyberpunk 2077, guys. And we've come full circle. Yeah, we've come full circle. I really don't know where else to take this. No, it's, sure. It's weird. Okay, we'll stop this. Yeah. Move on to the next part. Next. Thank section. you guys for listening to our weird ideas. Yeah. Uh, but also interesting ideas. It was cool. I like to talk about I'd it. like to see a movie about this. So, big directors, famous studios, go and make mm -hmm. a movie. Also, do mention us in the credits. Just like yeah. Well, and geeky guys. Geeky guys. That's enough. That's enough. You don't have or to maybe, do Or maybe, maybe have like some people that look like us, like some actors just... Yeah, just show up somewhere. Just somewhere in the background saying... We want to have a cameo in, yeah. your, in your film. Give us a cameo. Yeah. All right. Let's move on Let's to move the on. next part. All righty then. All right. So our next part, uh, we have devised this game, so it's to speak. A, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, so we have these slips of paper right here. And the idea is you have to draw uh, like uh, four slips of paper, I think. Four slips of paper. Four different slips of paper. And uh, on those slips of paper are written elements uh, that uh, when combined become 
is setting a project of media, yeah, like a, book, a project of media, maybe a film, um, you know, whatever you might pick, uh, a slip that says you have to make think of a film uh, that features this and this, and it's this genre, right? Yeah. Uh, so the idea is that uh, with the elements that you draw from our uh, uh, collection of paper slips, uh, that you think of a media product that is original <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah and sort of halfway decent. decent we're gonna rate them afterwards we're gonna rate them and uh who wants to start it's gonna be me for this terrible idea yeah. all right go for let's it. go the first okay. slip the uh, first tells slip. us which type of media it should be so this is gonna be type right. of media ready yeah i'm ready it's gonna be a book. It's gonna be a book. It's gonna be a book. Sure. And it's gonna be in the genre of yeah. comedy. It's, gonna it's be a comedy, comedy book. book. Okay, this is starting a comedic off. Comedic book. Lovely. Perfect. And Perfect. I'm seeing this thing, which is called Everything is Soft. So everything in this comedic book is soft. Oh, great. It's just not feeling well. And it features ducks. <laughs> All right. So sure. we have. This is, this is going to be a very random thing here. This is a terrible idea. Yeah. I don't want to do this. All right, Kim. So okay. what story would you So make? we have this book, right? So it's going to be a comedy book where everything is soft. So yeah. the pages... No, no, it's made by this very artist, this contemporary artist yeah, that made sure. the book. He cannot write at all. Like the book is soft too. The book is soft. It's made of soft tissue or fabric. And, and, sure. and, and they're just duck feathers all over them <laughs> sure which is good yeah yeah and so the story is it's about... a very tactile experience it's very tactile yeah you can i like that actually it. why don't have it does feel other books that right yeah all right it's a good idea it's a pretty good idea somebody how... write this down however, however there will be yeah, a story sure. and you can only feel the story so it's not bright you know bright right yeah yeah but it's Brill. gonna be brittle br br i don't know I'm not yeah sure. you know the the deaf language written yeah. on papers with yeah, the tiny dots. Okay, so it's not that. It's going to be like this totally, you can feel the picture. You can feel if there's a duck, you can feel the duck. Sure, yeah. And there's going to be like this this sort of um, scene where there's this naked lady. Yeah, sure. Or a man, depends on the book you buy. So you can, you know. So it's good for demographics. No, why not have both? Equal. equal. Both. Okay, and you can sure. feel You can feel around, you can feel everything, which is really creepy. Yeah. In a way. But it's, it's also not really funny, so we need to put some jokes in there. Yeah, there have to be some jokes there in there, There has to be man. some jokes. So what's, what's the funny bit? What's the funny bit? Well, the <laughs> Why funny... is it a comedy? Yeah, I'm not too sure. What's what? Maybe everything is soft. Maybe, you know, it's like... Yeah, it also needs to be more ducks, so... <laughs> so say there's gonna be jokes the ducks make in the book. And you feel it <laughs> with the soft, you know, the soft, the soft book. <laughs> so... So, wait, hold on a second. The ducks are the thing that makes it funny because they tell they jokes. They tell jokes. It's All like the a, time. It's in Dutch, we have something called the Moppenboek. And it yeah. translates to a book with funny jokes. Yeah, just That's what it means. jokes. It's yeah. that, but there's ducks. So, there's the joke book. Made of, of sub stuff. And ducks know, know a lot of those jokes and they tell them yeah. to everybody who's yeah. listening, sort yeah. of, in a way. In feeling, they're feeling the book. So that's random. why you have to laugh because it makes you feel uncomfortable. So, so, so then, what's the story about? Is there a story? Well, it's this contemporary artist yeah. who is this thing with ducks. You know, when, yeah, he, when sure. he, he was lost in the woods as a kid, and then he got 
raised by a family of ducks in the woods. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So he wanted to give them something back. He wanted to share that culture because he's the only human that knows all the, the duck jokes. How to communicate also. Also. So yeah. the language is also duck language. So it's like... He speaks duck. Quack, quack. Yeah. A duck. So that's... <laughs> and he, he would call the novel incredibly soft issues from the ducks. Sure. <laughs> all right. So let me get this straight. There's a, there's the book you can buy, like the physical book. You can buy a physical it's book. It's very soft. It's very it soft. It has duck feathers all over them. Yeah. And, and it's written well. by a contemporary artist. Artist. Then in that book, there's also a contemporary artist. Yes. Who writes a book. About. About ducks and the way he was raised about uh, by, you know, a family of ducks. Yep. And it's written not in actual language, mm. but it's written in a way that you can feel the story. Yep, definitely. And in the story, yes, uh, he wants to share the duck humor with the world, I guess. Yes, so he makes this duck joke book. So it's really meta as well. So it gives <laughs> you stuff really to think meta. about. It's also very weird. All right. So if you were a publisher, how would how would how you, would I rate? I would this? come up with this to you and say, "Hey, listen up, man. This is my great book." Yeah, sure. Well, if I was a publisher, I would be like, yeah, it's a very original idea. I don't think anything like this has been done before. This is a good thing. This it's is definitely thing. something new. Yes. Then also, I don't know if there's an audience for this. <laughs> I think I would, you know, sort of read it for a bit and then put it away and be like, oh, this is so weird. So you make a short book out of it. A very sure, a very short book. A short book. I would rate it if I was a publisher. I would say this is probably worth, let's say, uh, seven ducks seven out of ten ducks. ducks, because it's 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 not that good, but it's very different from what we've seen. Right. So that there, there know, could be can, a place in the there's market. There's a lot place. of credit for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably. A cult following that's going to like it. Yeah. And, and wait until Warner Brothers buys the property. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, you sign me up. Yeah. That's a terrible Warner idea. Warner Brothers. It's a terrible idea, but it's also kind of good. Alrighty then. So, uh, thank you so much, I guess, for listening. Yeah. Because this is the very last part of our podcast. Yep. Um, thank you for being with us. Yep. Uh, again, we are, you know, sort of, uh, sort of finding this out as we go. As we go. Uh, so if you have any suggestions, please just contact us. Yeah, we'll uh, probably figure something out wherever we will upload this. Exactly, wherever it will be uploaded. Also, um, I'm sorry if the camera didn't work. It. Uh, we tried it. We have to figure some stuff out. It's how it is for now. But to, you know, sort of the first time. I think it of went. this podcast. It went pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we're going to have to do some cutting. So you might not have heard everything we talked about. So, yeah. Um, maybe we'll make a longer version and a shorter version. We could do that. That could be, that could be a thing. So yeah. depending on the version you're listening to, I think you... You might have heard everything. Or maybe just... Maybe just a couple of things. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And we'll see you on the, the very next, next time. Whenever it uh, might come out. Whenever. Maybe just shortly after this one. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know yet. See you in the next.
episode episode of geeky guys geeky guys yeah that's us the geeky guys signing off i would say yeah goodbye farewell see you later in the